welcome back in to Pritches Get Stitches. We're glad you are here with us today. Maybe your first time here listening. Maybe it's your third time. I don't know. But uh, we are definitely glad that you are spending a little bit of time with us today. And um, and Holly, I just wanted to, to point out I got some new swag uh, yesterday. Yeah, you did. I like that. A nice looking hat there, bud. Yeah, you know, I just have uh, been looking around and trying to see uh, what kind of kind of hat I wanted to wear because honestly, you know, I'm repping all these other other things and I'm like, why not rep ourselves, right? 100% man. Nobody uh, advertises like uh, you advertise for yourself. So mark yeah. it away. <laughs> so definitely something that, uh, you know, possibly we'll have here in the future as we, you know, gain more listeners and people are, I actually had somebody reach out to me already and was like, dude, I want one of those hats. So if it's something you, you want, you're listening in or you're, obviously if you're listening in, you can't see. So go over to our YouTube page at Pritch and Moan. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff, no matter where you're watching or or listening. If you're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, whatever, like, subscribe, uh, make sure that, uh, you know, supports us and helps us out. But somebody uh, reached out to me and and was like, hey, dude, I want one of those hats. So I actually got him one going. It's, uh, he'll he'll get it here in a couple of weeks. But if it is something you want, you can definitely shoot us an email, pritchesgetstitches at gmail.com. So, you know, excited about uh, this hat and definitely going to expand over the next couple of weeks as well. So anyways, that's our little plug for today. <laughs> good plug, good plug. Yeah, plugging ourselves here. So Holly, um, I did see you've already taken a drink. What you got going today? Oh, you know, today I am trying a new drink. My uh, roommate Elizabeth was uh, talking to me about this coffee concentrate that she's ordered. It's through Jot.co. It's called Jot Coffee. Okay. So Jot.co. It's actually a uh, Tony Hawk's Kickstarter. I didn't know that until I ordered it. So I went on, they're having like a special. So a few days ago I went on and ordered, it was like the three flights. So three different little bottles. And then it comes with, mine came with two free glasses, like iced coffee glasses, as well as the little tablespoon and straws. And so I'm trying it out today because I love iced coffee in the summer, but I've always had to make it with my um, Nespresso machine. So it comes out hot and then I have to add the ice and then the ice melts, so I have to add more ice. So this was kind of convenient. So it's my first time trying it today. And I have to say, I absolutely love it. Highly recommend it. I ended up getting the, you know, uh, the three different, or I'm sorry, four different bottles of it. 65 bucks, all that free stuff. I mean, you know, so pretty good. I'm uh, thinking that it was a good purchase. Jot Coffee, J-O-T. Yep, Jot Coffee. Well, I discovered something the other day too. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. I got my water today. Oh, I roll, but I discovered, so I was like on this, um, I was not drinking caffeine like at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, and some of our listeners may be like, oh, it's probably a religious deal. It was not because I drink my fair share of caffeine. But um, I think I said in our first episode, I had gone and run sprints with with uh, right. my son, with Jared. And my heart was like, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? And I realized I was drinking so much caffeine. You know, I'd go to the gym and before, you know, while I'm working out, I'm drinking like 100 milligrams of caffeine. And then I'm going and getting another energy drink. Um, my favorite energy drinks are um, like Alani. And that one has 200 milligrams. Celsius has 200 milligrams. Uh, right. Amino, which is from Optimum Nutrition. They sell them in cans at the convenience store. They have 100 milligrams. So I'm like pounding that. Plus, I'm maybe drinking a Dr. Pepper. So I'm like... Yeah, and energy drinks are so terrible for you on top of the caffeine. Just so you know, in case you don't so know it wasn't. That. So it wasn't like a monster drink or a Red Bull. So I justify it like, hey, this one's the healthy energy drink. When in reality, I know it's probably still not good for me. Got it. Okay. But um, yeah, so I, because as the natural caffeine or whatever, you know, that's my right, justification. Right. So I realized I was drinking probably four to 600 milligrams of caffeine a day. And I was like, dude, I got to stop this. And so I did. And I stopped it for about four months. And then what kind of hooked me back in was Dr. Pepper came out with this strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. Mm. No, oh, see, no, Dr. No, Pepper, no. you on. ruin it so much, dude. Dr. Pepper should just be Dr. Pepper, like from a fountain. Listen. You know, you drink it from a can in a bottle. I can't do but it's got to be from a fountain. And I just want pure, original, delicious Dr. Pepper. See, that's a, everything about you is like purist, right? You want to have like pitch clock in baseball. You hate it. You're like, I want to have mm-hmm. a four hour baseball game so I can have listen, 75 beers. Listen. When I'm at home watching baseball, I like the pitch clock. But when I'm sitting at a stadium and the whole reason I'm going to the stadium is to drink a lot of beer and be able to say, like, I'm at a baseball game. That, like, the pitch clock cuts out, like, three beers I know, during like, the course of the baseball game. So now I'm having to drink it even more. I'm double fisting, like, got to get the same amount in because now it's cut down by, like, 45 minutes. That's that's drinking you, time. You said you went to the the Giants opener this, uh, did. this past week. And you said people were, like, of course, you have a long line. And then 
the game's going so much faster that they were having to order, like bring in three yeah. or four beers. I'm not joking. When I say like people had like drink carriers, like with four beers and it's like him and his buddy and they're like, it's just us, but these games are going, like we waited in line and we missed an entire inning because the pitch clock. I mean, I understand why they do it, but on the same token, I don't agree with it. So if you go to the game, hey, no pitch clock, Holly's here. Correct. No pitch clock. 100%. But we're watching it at the house and it's like, boom, two and a half hours done. Right, right. Because I got other stuff to do. I, I don't have two and a half hours just to sit and watch TV. All right. All right. Which so, is actually but, not a true statement. I've got all day to sit and watch TV. Yeah, uh, you do. So, so everything about your, you is like purist. So you're like, has okay. to be from a fountain, has to be regular Dr. Pepper. Me, I'm like, dude, let me try this out. Like Dr. Pepper cream soda, like one of the best sodas I've ever had. Like, don't get me wrong. Like in the, in the hierarchy of Dr. Pepper's, you know, Dr. Pepper's going to be number one regular, but man, this strawberries and cream, people are talking about it. I'm like, I, I got to try this. And that just sounds awesome. Delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are crazy. I'll so, take your word for it. I'll stick with mine. You stick with yours. So I definitely enjoy the change of that. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't found one at a convenience store yet that is zero sugar. Like I know they sell them. They just, you know, so I'm getting fully leaded. You probably uh, ought to go to like sugar to the uh, like grocery store and buy a six pack of it or something. I'm sure they sell well, it there. Well, here's the thing. I buy a six pack and you that's, drink them all. that's fine. I'll drink four of them in a day. And so right. I'm like, hey, just, yeah, I pay a little bit more to go to like 7-Eleven or whatever, but yeah, but they probably get have the zero sugar one. So at the grocery store is what I'm getting at. They don't know. have the zeros yet at the, or you got to drive like a million miles to go to a Bucky's because they've got everything. So they probably oh, have, they probably have that. Dude, Bucky's. When was the first time you went to Bucky's? Oh man, years. And I remember thinking like, what? I think there was probably only a couple out at that point. Yeah. So they only had, I think the one like in Madisonville. Yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden it was like one summer. And there was freaking Bucky's sure. everywhere. And I'll tell you, I had to go, I went home last weekend um, to Colleen and on the way down to Colleen and on the way back from Colleen, I'm 100% sure that Bucky's bought 85% of the billboards along the highway. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like billboard after billboard mile. after billboard. Yeah. I'm like, this is a freaking gas station that, oh, dude, it's, it's, heaven, it's like, it's the an institution. I'll tell you my cousin, you know, our cousins up in Utah who I'm really close with. They love Bucky's. They have like Bucky's gear. She's always asking, like, hey, next time you're at a Bucky's, I'm like, girl, there's no close Bucky's to me. I'm not driving an hour to buy your kid a fifth Bucky's t shirt. Like, Dude, Bucky's, I have so much Bucky's stuff in my house. Like, it's not necessarily me. Like, I don't buy the Bucky's stuff, but my, my girls, like, I was doing their laundry the other day because, oh, know, sweatshirts. They've got t shirts. We did one load and it was just Bucky's shirts. I'm not even kidding. No, I, I, I have no doubt. It's the craziest thing. It's like, I think they're trying to get that like Whataburger H-E-B status, like oh, Texas institution. It, and I mean, they did it in that one summer where they scaled and built like 20,000 of them. And it's not even Texas. They're all over. We have a sister that yeah. travels and, you know, I read her Facebook every, every once in a while and it'll be like, you know, we're traveling and we got to stop at Bucky's, every Bucky's we see. And I was gonna say, I was going to say, like, it's like, you have to stop. Something draws you in and you're like, I'm going to go there. Even though the lines are, you know, probably long lines, probably, I don't know, you know, but it's well, like everybody goes, but I'm going to go too because it's, it's Bucky's. It's just like if there's an HEB, you're going to HEB. Yeah, oh, dude, there's an HEB coming, a couple of them by me. I'm pretty excited about that. But if it, like those billboards, they draw you in though, because like it's every mile, every yeah. every two miles. And you're like, dude, I really got to pee. Like I'm, you know, been driving. You're like, I got to pee. And you're like, oh, I can wait 84 miles. So not, not a big deal because yep. you look off and you're like, oh, I can go to that little crappy convenience store i can go to bucky's which is like i said and bucky's always has clean bathrooms oh, and yeah. everything so you always know so i mean they've done a good job they've definitely marketed themselves well and have sold us this idea that bucky's is the go-to gas station whether you're traveling or you know you want a t-shirt i mean i have to it's literally like the bu bucky nuggets I think they're called beaver, beaver nuggets there you go beaver nuggets um last time i went home to utah my cousin's like Hey, can you stop at the Bucky's and pick some of these up for us and pack them in a suitcase? And I, she sent me enough money to pack an entire suitcase because I normally like don't check luggage. And I checked it, and all it was 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 like bags of these beaver nuggets to take up so that they could have them. And because they come down once a year, and they stock up every time they're here, they stock up on all their stuff. But they'd run out. I had to take yeah. a whole suitcase. I'm like, this is ridiculous. They got some good stuff. I mean, their fountain oh, drinks are good. Like they've got their own fountain drinks, obviously their own, their own stuff. Anyway, so if you've never been to Bucky's, like here's oh. our, our free plug to Bucky's. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe we'll clip this video and send it to Bucky's and be like, Hey, four people are going to be coming to your store here soon. Right. Uh, right. Because All of four this. subscribers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
Um, no, mention, us, mention our names, guys, when you go and you'll get absolutely nothing for that. Absolutely. Be like, nothing. hey, Pritches get stitches, send us over here. They'll be like, They're I like, don't. Yeah. Who's that? Still $5.42. So, so Holly, I, you know, this is something I didn't discuss before the show. So hopefully, hopefully you have one uh, ready. But did you have a fun fact of the day for us oh, today? Oh, fun fact of the day. Okay, so well. I forgot that we're, so we're kind of doing just for our viewers, we're doing like a free flow like no real topic today, or I guess we're just going to kind of discuss. We have some topics here that we're discussing, but you know, after just so our listeners know, we usually, we usually record these like end of the week, but this past show that we had episode one, which we, you know, which we dropped earlier. Um, well, it's earlier this week. We had to re-record because like I said, on our Facebook page, we had some, some audio issues. And, and so I was overloaded with science. So I had, you know, two episodes with you of just science facts and right and i just couldn't do it again so, oh i got one anyway so okay so here we go fun okay. fact of the day i have one i just thought about this because i was thinking about last week's show we did about dolphins didn't mean to cut you off but you Very know good. how i am um so this since we did dolphins i was thinking like i know a fun fact about whales and a lot of times they use whales in their songs to map the ocean floor wait say that again so researchers use whales their songs and their songs to map the ocean floor because sound can travel to the depths of uh, like one and a half miles underwater and it um, bounces back like they they record how long it takes to go down and bounce back the sound and then based upon that they can uh, equate that into measurements uh-huh. and then map the ocean floor mm. so there you go that's my Science for the day. Science for the day. That might be the only science for the day because I don't really know what we're, since we're free flowing, I'm not sure I'll have a whole lot of science. Well, here's the thing. You've researched so much. Like, it's funny how our brain works. Like, we compartmentalize everything and then all of a sudden somebody will say a keyword and boom. We'll see. We'll see. Otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of back and forth. Yeah. So it may just, it may just be a bunch of, uh, you know, we're throwing up on everybody, but it is what it is. But, you know, last week or in our last show, you asked me, you said, um, you know, it was my favorite restaurant. And it was it was rapid fire, and I am you know not very terrible. good at rapid fire. Uh, right. You always say, you always tell me how terrible I am at telling jokes, which I, I've been working on. I oh, a, the worst! I got I became a dad, and and so my dad jokes have have gotten better. Um, and so when you kind of put me on the spot, it's, it's, it, let me just so our listeners know, the first episode we did our pilot episode, Holly wrote those rapid fire questions that I asked her, and so she she knew the answers, and I thought she was going to ask me the same questions like. But opposite, like one of them was like, what's the best thing about being single? And then well, I, but, I couldn't ask you the same because then you, you were said supposed the best to say alcoholic drink. Well, I know, but <laughs> you know, you could ask me something similar. So I'm thinking I'm going with that. And she, you know, line signs me with a whole bunch of different questions. But one of the ones that I said was, you know, my favorite is uh, favorite restaurant is Mariana's uh, San Diego taco shop. Right. And you're not a huge fan of San Diego Mexican food. All right. Listen, it's like there's Cali mix. I mean, everywhere has its own style of mex, right? But I mean, Tex-Mex, there's like a lot of cheese, first of all, like it's who like, doesn't it's like, like cheese? It, it, I mean, it, Tex-Mex is like constipation waiting to happen. Oh man, it's so good. It's like cheese again. Like Everything's so fried. Cheese. Yeah, fried, like, the spices they use, like it's, ah, you know, which, I will say when I was in, when I went to AM, I worked at an Italian, or I'm sorry, a Mexican restaurant. And um, I ate, I worked doubles. I would work doubles just about every day when I wasn't like in class. And I think I only went to class like Tuesdays and Thursdays. So every other day of the week, I worked doubles and I would eat Mexican food every day. And even though I'm like walking around all day long, serving tables, like I did gain a, some weight that, that Tex-Mex, semester. Tex-Mex will do it, man. Because you ate probably I mean, chips and salsa like it was going out oh, of style. Oh, chips and salsa, the beans, like, oh, man. And I worked at, like, a little homegrown Mexican joint down there. Like, the owner, his mom, like, little old Mexican lady was, like, the cook. So she's back there cooking, like, recipes, family recipes and stuff. And it was so fatty. But it was, like, you know, I'm okay being a fatty when it's, like, involved with Mexican food. Like, all day long, chips and salsa, like. Last night, I didn't feel like cooking. Well, honestly, I haven't grocery shopped in a while, so I didn't have anything to cook anyway. So I was going to do... So you haven't left your apartment in a while. Correct. Correct. So I was going to do peanut butter and jelly, but then I ended up literally just like gorging myself on chips and salsa, and that was my dinner. Yeah. yeah, And I did not feel bad about it. 
so there's you know different uh, different types of Mexican food. I mean, Tex-Mex, obviously, that's what I grew up with. Number you go, one, you go the best. 100%. I mean, I'm not even gonna let you talk right now because I know you're gonna say that Cali Mex is the best. Well, I don't Lies. even know what Cali Mex is. You know, then you have like fake Mexican food, Whoa, like Chipotle. Yeah, like Chipotle, which is not real Mexican no. food, even Host, though they say they uh, are. What's the? There's one up in um Cafe Cafe, Cafe Rio, Rio in oh. Utah. Dude, all my Utah Terrible. friends are like, oh, Cafe Rio's the best. I'm like, guys, you're from Utah. And I'm like, listen, guys, let's not call this Mexican Co- food. Nothing Costa bothers Vida. more. Yeah. Costa Vida. They're like, oh, Costa Vida. That's so great. You know, Chipotle. It, everybody loves me, that. But I'm like, Chipotle's good, but let's not call it Mexican. Just because you put it in. It's just not. I mean, I get it. Maybe because it's like a burrito style. They sell those, they call it. But it's like, that's not Mexican. Can't yeah. get behind that. So so just to tell you how not Mexican Costa Vida is it. They opened Costa Vida here and didn't last very long. No, oh, because it's Tex-Mex. You can't beat that. It's just funny because um, there's a lot of a lot of people I know that have moved from Utah up to our area. And so they're starting to get a lot more of the Utah stuff, like Swig. They, oh, they I know. I saw that the other day and times. I was like, what is happening? So for those who don't know, so Utah, predominantly Mormon state. Um, so in Texas, like in Colleen, where I grew up, they have like a drive through Daiquiri Express. So you can go through and order like alcohol through the window they serve it in like a, you know, like a soda fountain cup. But what they do is uh, they tape the, the top of the straw closed because then it's not considered an open container. So that's the type of like drink places you have in Texas. <laughs> right. And you go to Utah and they have soda, like Coke stores. You can go in and order like whatever type of Coke you want with like whatever type of flavoring you want. And they Every single one I've ever passed up there, and they're everywhere. I mean, on every single you got, corner. You got like Swig and yes, Fizz. And- swig, Fizz, Thirst, and the lines are wrapped around. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I, our cousin, her her daughters go every day, three or time, three or four times a day. And I'm like, the amount of like trash you're putting in your body. And I love Dr. Pepper. Don't get me wrong, but I do not drink that on the daily. Like. Hey, and listen, Tom Brady, he doesn't drink soda, so that must tell us something. That dude hasn't aged. Yeah. So I'm just saying years. the amount, like, it's the craziest thing. And then I saw one, it's here, like in your hometown, right? Swig? We got a couple of them. Yeah, I saw it the other day on the highway, well, and I'm like, Prosper, what is happening? Prosper is a uh, very uh, highly concentrated with with uh, members of the church that, that we go to. So uh, there's a lot of, and they're from Utah. Most of them are from Utah. Yes. So they're just bringing their stuff. They're just, that swig. Ugh. I'll tell you, I just, I can't imagine. And then it's like, you it's get like, one. It's like, it was like a holiday here for our, for our church. It's like church holiday, you know, go to Swig. Yeah. And then you order one drink and really it's like, Hey, I got a Dr. Pepper and they did like a couple pumps of like the flavored syrup and it's $9. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Wow. You guys are getting over on it. So we actually had an activity at our church, like a, you know, after church, we have a, it's called like a linger uh-huh. longer and you, you stay after and you, you know, chat with people or whatever. Uh huh. And they actually did a swig bar. That's what oh, they called geez. it. And so they brought, you know, pumps of flavoring and you made your right. own swig and people, people made the cookies and the whole deal, man. It's a whole deal. Yeah, that is. Crazy. And it was funny because my friend Karen came to visit me in Utah last summer. We were like going at the grocery store and, you know, grocery stores have the little um, like strip centers along the outside that they have stores in. Right. And on the corner, there was on the, on the corner of one was swig and on the corner of the other was an Indian food place. And the swig line was so long. So you, the Indian doesn't, the Indian restaurant didn't have like a drive-through, but because it started so, you know, close to the Indian place, she assumed that the drive-through was for the Indian place. And she's like, dang, that must be really good Indian food. And I'm like, girl, that's for the soda. Like that's for swig. And she's like, well, what's swig? And I'm like, oh, it's a place you can go get soda. She's like, what? Like the concept to her was foreign. Like when I explained it to her, she's like, hold up. Like this is, that's all they sell there are like sodas. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, they don't drink alcohol up here. Mind blown. She was just like, this is yeah. the craziest thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. It's, they it's, make bank like $9 for a Coke. It's nuts. So the other day, well, about a month ago, two months ago, I downloaded an app. I, somebody told me about this app. Uh-huh. I'm kind of switching gears now. Sorry. Swig, Swig is now in the past. Um, <laughs> nice. I downloaded this app called chat GPT. You ever heard of that? Uh, I have heard of that. I've never actually uh, used it, but I've heard about like that one. And then um, Microsoft has one that I can't remember what that one's called, but there's been a lot of glitches in that one. So I've been go- kind of following it before. What are your thoughts on that? Like ChatGPT, obviously an AI, you just put in whatever you want to put in and it, yeah, it, I mean, it I sends th- you back, whatever. You know, I think it's like an amazing technology. Um, there's actually, I mean, I don't know, There's a, there was a 
here's some science for you. There was a uh, college student who created a, I don't know if it's like an app or what, but it's a, for the sake of not knowing specifically, an app that professors could feed students papers into and the app would determine if it was written by a student or if chat GPT wrote it. Oh, wow. So because that's what colleges have found that since this has become an open sourcing and they've had other ones that were like open AI, um, they've had other ones. Chat GPT has been like the big one lately, but they've had these for a minute. So this student came up with and so has sold it to like colleges and they use it now as a way oh. to determine if you're writing your paper or if you're saying like, hey, chat GPT, write me a 5,000 page or a 20 page paper on blah, blah, blah. So for me, the reason I don't like it. I, I know why you don't like it because you want to write your own papers. I want to write my own papers. Like yeah. I feel like, why are you going to cheat yourself? Like you, here's an opportunity for you to write a paper and learn and you're going to have somebody else do it for you. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I was talking to one of my nieces the other day and we were talking about, she was saying how much she hated school. And I told her like, you have to change your perspective. And she was like, I don't know how to change my perspective on that. And I was like, listen, people can take everything away from you. They can take away your self-confidence. They can take away any physical things you own. They could take away your dignity, your pride. The one thing they can never take from you is your education. So she was like, I like that. I'm going to tell myself that whenever I start to think about how much I hate school, that it's like the one thing somebody can never take away from me. And maybe that's why I like it so much because I'm super nerdy and I'm like, you know, you could take everything, but you're still not going to break me because I'm still going to have that nerd moment yeah. of the day. Nerd of the day. So, so ChatGPT is pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've put some stuff in there. You know, what, what, what made me bring it up was, so the other day, you know, my son, he's, you know, Jared, the 16-year-old, yeah, he was taking, we have these tests here in Texas called the star test. All my kids have had to take some version right. of it here this past week. And so he's sitting there, you know, we're getting ready. He's getting ready for school. We're just kind of sitting there, you know, right before school starts. And so I just typed it in, like, write an encouraging note to my son who is getting ready to take the star test today in high school. Okay. And so it's like, dear your son's name. So Jared, I wanted to take a moment to wish you good luck as you prepare for the star test today. I know you've been working hard to prepare for this day. And I want you to know that I am proud of all the effort that you put in. And it goes on. It's like three paragraphs. And I read that to him. And he's like, thanks, dad. I really appreciate that. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, ChatGPT wrote that. But I really do mean all those words. And he, he started laughing. He just, he's like, I thought you really just wrote that. So there's just different things. But the reason why I brought it up, like why I'm thinking about it was what could happen with something like this? And, and could it eliminate different, like, could every website, every app that we have just come to that one? Because I, you know, yesterday I'm like, like, you know, my gym routine, like I'm trying to right. keep my, trying to keep my father figure going. But, you know, I thought the other day, like, you know, I, I do want to look a little, you know, look a little better, you know, like 40. I want to make sure I'm fit. You know, my goal was fit at 40 and that didn't happen, but I'm still working. I'm still 40, so I can still do it. Now you're just fit-ish, fit-ish at 40. That's right. And so, you know, maybe like look a little better for my wife, you know, kind of a thing. And, and so I went online because I finished my workout. I was waiting for her to get out of her workout class, which my workout was yesterday was not very much. So I put into Google, like, you know, find me a workout plan. And of course, I just went to the first website that popped up. It asked me all these questions. And it's like, for, you know, 51 cents a day, you can have this workout plan. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for a workout plan. Like, I'll, I'll pay for a personal trainer before I like pay a website. So anyways, I was like, wait a minute. So I went to ChatGPT and I just said, I need a workout plan to build, uh, to help me lose weight and build muscle that does not require front or back squats. Because okay. as you know, that's how I hurt my back. Right. So I'm like, just keep, keep the squats out of it. Right. And so I was like, certainly here's a workout plan that focuses on whole body movement and does not include front or back squats. It gives me this whole workout. And so, interesting. so what I'm going to do is, uh, so I tweaked it a little bit more. I, you know, became a little bit more specific. I'm actually going to do the chat GPT workout plan over the next few months and see how it works. Oh, that's, you know, and it didn't that's cost pretty me brilliant because yeah, that's pretty brilliant. Cause when I think about it, the things you could use this for that you have to do, I don't know, like I don't have anything specific in my mind, but that is like now, like my mind is marinating on this idea that, I mean, so, so there's the all sorts that of you things. pay for it. Yeah. Like you pay for like a workout plan typically, or a trainer who's going to come up with that. Um, the only thing I'm curious about, do you know any of the trainers at the gym personally? Um, I don't know them personally, no. Okay, but you know, like one of the girls who works at the gym, uh, she gives Ava her, she does volleyball lessons with Ava. 
You need to give her that workout plan and have her take it to a trainer, but not tell her the trainer like where it came from and see what the trainer's thoughts are. Like somebody who's certified in this, went to school for this. Like, because I'm curious because with ChatGPT, all it does is search. I I don't know if it just searches the internet. Like Amazon does and all these other ones do like Alexa and it searches. She's going to start talking by the way. Uh (laughs) I have an Alexa right here by by us. But what it does is it searches the internet essentially for all of these different topics. And so it will go in and you say, find me a workout plan. And it's going to like probably do it by keyword, by workout plan, by, um, you know, whatever you've asked it to do. And then it's going to, you know, take usually like the most common and put it in. So I'm curious if this is like an actual. Well, well, here's the workout. So, so it literally did it in like, like 20 seconds. Like I had this workout. And uh, so number one, it says warm up, do five to 10 minutes of light cardio, such as jogging in place, jumping jacks or cycling Two, or rowing. That's a better Uh, one. rowing. I, I rode today. Actually, I rode, I did a little hit, hit, hit rowing. So I rode, you know, lightly for a minute. Then I did 30 seconds full on. Then I rode lightly. Anyways, two, it says do push-ups. Tells me how to do the push-ups. How many to do? Do three sets of 10. Then it says dumbbell bench press, you know, and it tells me why. And it says like, this is the wording. It says do three sets of 10 reps using a weight that is challenging, but not too heavy that you can't complete the sets. Now, the thing about Alexa, which by the way, Alexa was talking that whole time. We both have headphones in, but she was talking for like three minutes. I had to turn her off. Um, She'll, if she doesn't know something, she'll be like, I don't know the answer to that. Chat GPT is not, not giving me an answer. Because it's constantly searching and it's got the access of the whole interwebs related to it. So dumbbell bench press. Then four, it says do bent over rows. And these are all like legit. I do these already. Right. Five lunges, six dumbbell, dumbbell shoulder press tells me how many to do. Seven plank, eight side plank. And then nine, it says to cool down, do some light cardio. Yeah, but it, what you should have accounted for is the fact that you can't do side planks that you probably oh, can't yes, do I can. Come on. Can you? Yeah, of course. I'm not saying that as a mean thing. I'm just saying like a lot of times it's like I struggle. I used to do planks. Well, it says side I plank. I would a plank for five minutes at a time and do like Well, it doesn't say. It just says 30 seconds. 30 seconds, rest for 15 seconds, repeat three times. But side planks to hold yourself up for 30 seconds. Yeah, I can do That's that. That's I've done that. Fair. But then at, at the end, he says, remember to adjust the weights or sets as necessary to make the, ch- the workout more challenging as you get stronger. Mm-hmm. And always consult with a healthcare professional before exercising. So then I was like, well, make me a workout plan and a, and a, uh, a meal plan to help me build lean muscle. Mm-hmm. So it gives me this whole workout. It gives me breakfast, mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, dinner, before bed snack. Gives me notes. Tells me why I'm doing those things. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. I, I, I will say that much. It is definitely so um, then, life-changing. So, so then I was like, hey, you know, instead of like a full body workout, maybe I just work out, you know, chest, tries and shoulders. Right. So I said, Hey, give me this. Workout. Day. And so it did. Like, I don't know, like if our listener, like I know our listeners probably have heard of chat GBT. I mean, it's crazy. Like I, you know, this AI stuff, there's a lot of talk about it right now. And right. you know, I know that Tim Cook with Apple just came out and was like, I believe in AI. I'm moving. Right. Know, Cause there's, I mean, it's like real sell. Like I robots coming to I mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I really can't see that happening. Um, But one thing I just thought of another science thing that was pretty cool. So um, you know how you have a, I don't know if you know this, but so I'm sure you do. But when researchers release like, you know, hey, we've done this study and we're going to release this article, they're peer reviewed. And that way they can, you know, check, check facts and everything else to make sure this, hey, this is good science. So when ChatGPT was released, some researchers used ChatGPT Chat to help them write a research paper. And one of the authors listed was ChatGPT. And so they were trying to see if, like, could this be accepted as good research when it's been released by not really an author? Because that's one of the requirements. You know, it has to be an author. But right. it's using ChatGPT, which is pooling from you know all these different sources so i'm curious to see like that happened a few months ago so it hasn't actually gone through the whole process but i'm curious to see how they handle that um because there's definite like is it going to make it into a science journal i don't know oh well well what's crazy about the ai stuff like i went to i stopped over at uh circle k yesterday all right i don't have a bucky's near me so i stopped at circle k i wanted to get strawberries and cream dr pepper 
And I got two, I got like three things. And I walked up to the counter and the, the, the kid was just standing behind the counter check looking at his phone. And then there was this huge like contraption. And I said, whoa, what's going on? Like, you know how you like self-checkout, you go in and you right. scan the barcode, like beep. And then the barcode comes up, you know, reads the barcode. He's like, just put all your stuff on that contraption. Like no barcodes needed, nothing. I just put everything on there all at one time and it scanned yeah. all of it. Like, so Amazon. It was like, I was like, what the what in the world just happened? So Amazon has that. The grocery stores they purchased, were, were they, who they purchased, was it Whole Foods? Mm -hmm. They have some of them where they you put your food in the cart. And then when you leave, you literally walk out. You don't stop and pay or anything because it reads, it has that technology where it's scanning your entire cart for everything in the cart. And then it just charges your Crazy. Amazon account. So I said to the kid, I was like, dude, this is like they're trying to get rid of you, I guess. Because literally, I put it on. It was like a, a Snickers ice cream bar, and I right. know, he probably a had to things. do nothing. And he no, he just stood there, like made sure it kind of went through, right? But I was like, they're trying to get rid of you, man. He's like, well, honestly, I don't really care, anyways. I'm like, okay, well, that's probably why they're trying to get rid of you. But um, yeah, so this this it was crazy, like this. this I deal. mean, I have no doubt that they'll be able to use AI to do things like this, like replace menial jobs and things like that, which. But I think yeah, people need that. Like as generations grow, you get more and more people. I mean, think about it. When we were, you know, thirty years ago, we had six million, six billion people in the world. Now we have eight. Right. And so every generation it gets bigger and bigger. And and I know it's a menial job, but I mean, there's people who just have to make money. You know what I mean? That. Well, I think the problem that's the is though is it. Uh, see, I think here I'm about to go into a line I don't want to discuss. Okay, so let's not across, talk about so that right now. <laughs> All right, let's. But one thing that I did want the reason why I also want to bring up ChatGPT is because you told us that you wanted to be the next great American author, uh, poet, I should say. Yes, and, I did. And uh, oh, I wrote a couple poems to my wife oh, on ChatGPT. Let's hear them. Um, oh, they're going to be, they're, they're way too long, but here's just what I told did you. Did you do one like in the style of like Shakespeare or something? <laughs> I did not. You should do like, tell ChatGPT right now to write uh, a love poem to your wife in the style of Shakespeare. Okay, so so I will. But real quick, I said, um, uh, write a poem to my wife about my love for her and our first date to Wendy's. I said, my dearest Val... Do you remember that first date? A simple meal, no need to wait. At Wendy's, we sat laughing and talking. At that moment, our love was unlocking. So goes wow. on. <laughs> Talks about burgers and fries. And <laughs> so, what'd you tell me to do? Write a poem. Write a love poem to your wife in the style of William Shakespeare. In the style of William. Also, did you send that poem to Val? No, I read it to her. <laughs> so I wrote you a poem. <laughs> Just kidding. We were at some friend's house and we were just talking about ChatGPT. And so I, right. I figured I'd write that. So it's processing right now, but it'll, it'll get done here in a second. But I just feel like it's, it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, my kids are always like, right. oh yeah, I love ChatGPT. I'm like, bro, you're, you're like you said, like you need to like use your brain. Again, it's like what I said the other day, we're like the more technology we get, the dumber we get. I just feel like this is a way to dumb us down again. Yeah. And I'm, you know, again, purist. I believe in that as cool as I think it is and how it can come in handy for things like, Hey, create me a workout plan. So I don't have to pay $150 oh, dude, to go to this trainer. I'm going to try it out. If somebody wants to, you know, if any of our listeners want to challenge me to that, like I'll give them the plan and we can do it together. You know, I think, yeah. it'll, I think it'll work. I so, need to do one of those and have them do it for like around my back injury. Maybe then, cause I've everything I do, man, I just, am like the next day I can't move. So I need to do that. So, so I've got it here. It says my dearest Valerie, sweet as the summer's breeze. Thine beauty hath no equal in all the seven seas. Yep. <laughs> Thine eyes doth sparkle like the stars above. Thy smile, a ray of sunshine, fills my heart with love. Anyways, that's like blah, blah, blah. four yeah. or five stanzas. But I mean, it's just crazy. You can just like the amount of stuff you can do with that. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be a cool thing to, to see here in the future. And obviously, it, you know, I look at technology as like it can be good and bad. Like it can right. be good. Like there's always a lot of good that comes from technology. I mean, if you look at the Internet, obviously the Internet came around. Holly, when we were like <clears throat> seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Yep. And there's been a lot of good that comes from obviously oh, the, the whole the whole world runs on the internet, and but there's a lot of bad in there too, and and it's unfortunate, but um, you know it's good and bad. So I would just say try to do the good stuff that comes with it. But. You know, and I and I love the use of technology when technology crosses into science. And one of my favorite um, topics, and I won't get in too nerdy on this because I haven't pulled up my research on it, but of course it's something I've researched the hell out of. Um, but have you ever heard of CRISPR? C R I S P R. Uh -uh. Oh, man. CRISPR is like probably, in my opinion, one of the most important medical, like scientific medical breakthroughs. So it's essentially gene editing. 
So like, so scientists or, you know, biologists, whoever doctors, they can go in and they can find like gene mutations. Like there's a gene mutation that causes, you know, sickle cell anemia or, you know, um, diabetes or whatever the situation is. It's all based upon. Do you have diabetes? There you go. Well, what's his name? Uh, old guy. What was uh, his name? <laughs> Starts with Brumley or something. I can't, Brumley. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Do you have diabetes? <laughs> anyway, and he also did the oatmeal commercials, but CRISPR. So they can go. And so I became fascinated with it because um, two women, first of all, won the Nobel Prize in chemistry for its, you know, discovery and implementation. And I became pretty um, excited about it when I read that they had used CRISPR to cure a woman of sickle cell anemia, which has no cure. So oh, wow. sickle cell anemia, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's essentially oh, yeah. your blood. Yeah, they're shaped in the, your blood. Uh, it's, it's not shaped in like a. It's shaped in like a, a seed, ra- like a, a sickle. It's, right, yeah. right. It's not round. And so it causes a lot of issues with like breathing and people don't always live for a long time. They're all constantly having to go in for blood transfusions. And so this woman, she go, she's in, I want to say it was in Missouri. She goes into for, it's July. She's been in now for 11 transfusions from January to July um, because she has to go in, you know, quite often to get these done and they tire her out. And so her doctor says, hey, there's this study that we want to do. And we're trying, you know, he explains the study. We're trying to cure it. And she says, sign me up and asks how many participants there are. And he says, just one. And it's you. And so they do this CRISPR on her. And it's kind of like you can think of like gene editing is like the way they describe it is like little scissors. So they go into the gene that's mutated and they cut out the bad and then they stitch together the good and then they infuse that back into you. And now this good gene, the, the beauty of the body, it, it, kills off all the mutated genes and regenerates the good gene. Oh, that's cool. So they do this with her. She's got sickle cell anemia. She's had, she's 50 something years old. She's had it her entire life within one year. That was the last time she had to go in for blood transfusion. Oh my goodness. And because she never had to go again, they declared it in one year. They declared, they declared her cured. Cured. Unheard of. Hopefully they, they can expand that. And right. So they've been able to solve that one. They've been able to, I have, I have my, own conspiracies on that stuff though like i feel like there's you a lot do of stuff but where, I feel let's like not take a, away from the science of this no no no, no no this is great i'm not i'm not saying that it my concern is it will be it taken away you know what i mean oh. like here we have this technology we can do this and then because if you cure something oh, sure because i, I was listening Big to something the other day. Runs everything i was listening to something the other day and and they were talking about how the light bulb companies all got together and were like our light bulbs last too long we have to make them crappy i can't remember what it was called like it was an actual deal right and that's because they have light bulbs that have been running for hundreds of years or 100 years right. or whatever and but they because you have to like if you create something that lasts forever you don't have any demand for it and right you know those oh those i've heard my, i've heard plenty ideals. of that now the other thing that though is like with CRISPR, for example it could be used for all this good can also be used for oh, yeah. stuff not so good. And so there was a doctor in China who actually lost his license, was sentenced to jail because he decided when he had a patient, she was pregnant with twins. He didn't really know about it other than kind of what he'd read. He hadn't been trained in it or anything. He went in and decided he was going to like take out the AIDS gene and, you know, all these things that could happen. And it ended up being, you know, the, the he puts out this release that he's done this after these twins are born and that's the thing they're like oh you shouldn't use this like in testing like this isn't yeah. even like so whatever ended up happening he goes to jail they did some um tests on these twins and they ended up what's being called mosaic because there's no rhyme or reason for what he did they don't know now what's going to happen like he's well, taken away these essentials in life and they don't know how this is going to affect them so well, I, mean, I mean even if you have something bad like you have the disposition to have aids or you have you know that gene that gene even though it may mutate i mean this is just me talking like how i would think that gene may mutate let's say but it's essential to other genes you know what i mean so so that's what their concern was like this and the the two ladies who received the the nobel prize in chemistry for this they were like like this is not good like this cannot be this is basically he was doing like human testing like you can't you can't do that ethically but I did think it was pretty cool, like the fact that they've been able to use it to, you know, to cure, you know, now there's a cure for sickle cell anemia. There's a cure for a, um, there's a degenerative eye disease where it causes blindness. They've cured that um, and people can see again. 
like they haven't been able to figure it out. Like cancer, I, I have hopes for like cancer, Alzheimer's, things like that. But again, I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to do that, but I think within probably, I would say maybe 20 years, I think that, you know, just based on all the stuff I've read on it, because I've done a ton of research. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Like I said, you're gonna, the research will come out once we start talking mm-hmm. about it. So, no, that's cool. It, you know, so that just thinking about the AI just kind of made me think about some of those things and good and bad. But so, Holly, uh, let's, we're going to kind of wrap things up here, but I wanted to talk about something, you know, our socials are all the socials. You've got, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all those, YouTube. They're all for us is at Pritch and Moan. Um, P-R-I-T-C-H-A-N-D-M-O-A-N. And so we came up with that um, because of like a little segment that we wanted to call Pritch and Moan. Right. Because you've got one life. One thing that we talk about is you've got this single, like divorced single life, going on first dates, meeting friends on apps and all that stuff. And then I, and then I'm in like suburbia with four kids and the wife and living a different, totally different life than you. Right. Have you ever been on an HOA Facebook page? Like, cause I live in a homeowner's association, HOA. Right. I hate it, but I live here. Have you ever been on a Facebook group? I've not. I also don't have social media, but I have lived in areas. Like when I was married, we were in an HOA and the place I lived up in Utah had an HOA. So I know what they do. I'm familiar with them. I, you know, I think a lot of them just take your money and make rules and they do nothing in return for you. Um, so I think it's a big scam. No, I, I agree. hundred percent. But I've I mean, never been on any social media page or anything with an HOA. The one thing I do like is, you know, I don't want my neighbor painting his house purple. You know what I mean? Like there are some good rules that I we mean, can yeah, have true. as a neighborhood. But anyways, so we're part of this HOA, you know, this Facebook page and just the, some of the stuff that's, that's posted in uh-huh. here. And that's, that's, that's where the segment Pritch and Moan comes from of, of me maybe preaching and moaning about my my HOA or actually people and what they say like like here's a post from the other day this is this is a preach and moan post right here if your kids are roaming the neighborhood now this was at 10:37 at night now mind you when we grew up at 10:37 at night we're outside playing ghosts in the graveyard right like, to, you're you out know, midnight our brothers you know i remember todd had like a fake he made like a paper mache mask yep. and Attached he, it to a body. Attached it to us, like stuffed some, you know, jeans and stuffed a shirt and put it on a body and would throw it out into the street while, you know, and hide it behind the uh, the big bush that was on the corner. Yep, yep. And people would like, like stop. and Because he'd move it, like as they're coming, yeah. he'd had it attached to strings and then he'd move it so it looked like somebody was in the street laying there. Yeah, so that's what we were doing, it, you know. And, you know, we're playing Ghost in the Graveyard, you know, in our, in our neighbor's yard, right. basically. Right. Never heard anything about it. No. Anyways. This is the post. If your kids are roaming the neighborhood, please advise them to not go around and play ding dong ditching. Three kids were doing that this evening. And I told them that I will call the cops if I see them do that next time. I mean, okay, fair point. It call was 1030 at night. I mean, I don't agree with the calling the cops things, but it was 1030 at night. If people, You do live in suburbia. There's a lot of people who got babies. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not a saying. proponent. I'm not a proponent of ding dong ditching, but... I, I like, don't agree with the calling the cops thing. It should but, be more but like... But every, everything that somebody doesn't agree with, they're like, I'm going to call the cops. Like when it iced here, when we had ice apocalypse, like I don't right. know, a couple of years ago, you know, my kids were out playing in it. Jared has a friend and Cade and Cade has a, has a dirt bike. Okay. And, the, and the ice was like six inches, you right. know, and it was just straight ice. And so there was ice all over the, all over the neighborhood park. And we have like a huge park, like six acre park right, right across the street from us. And so they're like building ramps and stuff. And so they attach the, you know, the, the, um, the sled to the back of the dirt bike and they're riding around and on this and they're okay. jumping up the sled and, and all those things. And some lady is like, you know, my wife's out there, Val's out there with them. And the lady says something to the kids, like, you know, you guys shouldn't be doing that. You're ruining the park. And we're like, we're not ruining the park. There's six inches of ice right. under this thing in snow. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, Oh, you know, so my wife's like, excuse me, did you want to talk to me? Like, I'm their adult, like their parent. Like, what's going on? She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm just going to call the cops. And we're like, seriously? Yeah. I mean, I do like, think really? people overreact for, on a lot of things. So, so there's just a lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff that happens in an HOA. And so I just, I want to share that. Uh, I think, though, that people just forget what it's like to be a kid. Yeah. Like life was so much different and carefree. And if the worst thing you're worrying about is like your kid is out like ding dong ditching or whatever they called it, like you should be happy about that. Like the neighborhood should be, 
okay with that because they're not out like vandalizing a car. They're not out shooting somebody. They're not breaking windows out of something. Like if that's the worst thing you have to complain about, why are you complaining? I just think people want to be heard. But remember that time? I I think maybe you were part of it. I don't know, Hillary and Heather maybe. And they were going to prank call everybody in Colleen. Yes. And they started with uh, the, the prefix, you know, and then they were like, well, the first number is 0001. And that was our bishop's number for, yep, for church. Yep, I remember that six two eight zero 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 one. And he's like, he's like, hello. And, and you like, knew his voice. And you knew his voice. His voice was so yes. so deep. It was yes. very like distinct. And yes. uh, they took that as a sign that that was God telling them not to prank call because it was like the church bishop answered the phone, yes. and that was the end of that was the end of the we're going to prank call the whole entire city of Kuwait. of course that was pre uh caller ID. id yeah you couldn't dial what was it where you could call them back uh, star six nine star six nine i think yeah yeah they didn't have any of that stuff going on so so my last one here is and this is a question i just i i, I don't understand this so i live about five houses down from the elementary school okay why do parents show up an hour and a half early to Here's get in car seen. line Here's what I've seen. I don't know about the car line, but you do have like a lot, you have a lot of people who walk down there at that point. Like they're walking down to get their kids right now. No, no, no. I'm talking, it is 150 right now. School's out at three. Right. They are already there in the car line. I think so. Those people get out and chat. I think it's like a social thing. They don't. They sit there. I drive by. They sit there in their car. In the front of the school or on your street? In the front of the school. Oh, yeah. I don't know about those. See, car line's different than walkers. So the walkers, they all leave. And the parents are there to pick them up. And they're usually there 2.30. And they're, right. they're all, you know, having some I always hours. see, though, what I was going to say is the people on your street, I always see them there like 30 minutes to an hour early. And they're all, it's all the moms, like, standing around chatting, having their social hour. That's fine. It's the ones who sit in their car in front of the school an hour and a half before school's over. And it's like, like, I tell my kids, like, if you ever, because my kids are walkers. And I'm like, if you ever have to get picked up because it's raining or something and they're like, everybody's in line, in car line, I'm like, you tell the teacher, like, I'll be the last one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going and I will get there at 310. And here's the thing, like, if you show up at 310, you didn't wait at all. And your kid waited 10 minutes. Yeah, but then your kid's Otherwise, awesome who cares? Otherwise, oh, you're there an hour and a half early and you waited for an hour and a half to get your kid one minute after school's out. I just don't get it. And it's the same people every day. It's not like, yeah, oh, my kid, my kid has a doctor's appointment at... At three fifteen, so I need to be there to make sure I get them at three oh one, so we can go to the doctor. That is, that's every day. That's those helicopter parents all up in the business. I mean, I remember Chad. Chad used to get mad because uh, when he would go to drop his kids off in the morning for school, like people don't like you have a drop off line for a reason, right? Like this is a quick like you shouldn't even be stopped yet when your kids open in that door and like getting ready to jump out of the car. And it used to make him mad because there was a, a few parents who every day would get in that line. But then they would like get out of the car and get their kid out and walk the kid up to the front. And it's holding up the rest of the school line where these parents are trying to go, you know, we got to drop our kid because we've got to go to work. And he would get so angry. He would be like, and it wasn't just him. Like, he's like the whole line is like honking their horn, yelling out the window. And this like, it's fine if you want to do that, but then use a parking space. Yeah. So I don't know. I just don't get it. The schools are like, oh, don't, don't, don't walk your kids up. And here they are. Yeah, that's, that's right. So that's something that's my preaching moan for today. I just well, I'm gonna let you have that. Me. I'd rather you have that than have me have that. Well, you, as so, yeah. yeah. So as we as we close this out, I'm gonna ask you one question. Okay. And then you ask me one question. And okay. it's not gonna be like, hey, what's whatever, but well, I guess here. Here we go. I didn't prep you for this. Oh great. So your favorite Beach Boys song. Oh, Sloop John B. No question. That's a good Sloop one. John B. Yeah. Uh, why, every, why is that's that? like uh it takes me to my childhood it one of i don't know but i think i have a memory and that's it like dad i can remember dad taking me to kindergarten on fort hood one day and it's one of my very few childhood memories i have and we're in the car the windows down and sloop john b is on the radio and that has been my favorite beach boy song it's like any other beach boy song comes on i can usually change the station if i'm not in the mood but Sloop John B comes on. That's it. I have to listen to it. I love it. Such a good one. But good probably one. dad's favorite. Okay. All right. One closing question for you. What did you always want to be when you were growing up? Like when you 
like we're an adult, what did you want to be? A football player for the San Francisco 49ers. (laughs) Of course. I feel like that had to have been like every Pritchard boy's dream. Until I was in 10th grade and realized I was not that good. I was too slow. You went to 10th grade thinking that you could still do that? What was your backup plan? What was your backup plan? Did you have a backup plan or were you like so sure this is what was going to happen? Um, so I was pretty sure that was going to happen. And then I quit football in 10th grade and the coach, the wide receivers coach, I played wide receiver. He went to the other receivers and was like, Hey, where's that slow white kid that always caught the ball. (laughs) And I realized I probably wasn't for me. Um, honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, you know, I wanted to own an ice cream shop because dad had owned one and and I just wanted to own a business, but I just didn't know what that was always my, my deal just to, but honestly, I went back and forth even after I got out of, you know, got back from my mission and was going into school and stuff like that. I, I still didn't know, like, maybe I want to be a dentist. All I knew was I wanted to, to control my own time and make a lot of money. Like, especially growing up in Colleen, if you made six figures, that was like a big deal. Oh yeah, like, man. I didn't know a lot of people that made six figures. And, and if they did make six figures, they were in the car business. Right. And I still don't think there's a lot of people making six figures down in Colleen. No. Not a lot. So that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. So I was going to go, break man. out and become a football player. But anyway, anyway, so uh, next, next show, we've got um, some things lined up. You know, one of these topics of that we have, have lined up. And, and this is something that, that you would know about more so than me, but raising, raising stepchildren and how that is, you know, sometimes people are, you know, a stepmom or a stepdad is criticized by the outside for the way that they raise their stepchildren and when right. when things are appropriate and when they're not as opposed to this is my own natural child right and um you know what i mean like what's the yeah. difference and why is it like a huge deal so that's definitely something that that i'm, I'm excited for we're actually gonna have a guest guest on with us and and so that'll be that'll be next week awesome looking forward to it all right guys we'll appreciate you being in and taking some time with us and we will see you on the next show see ya hey what's up my channel Please hit the drop, drop a like, and hit the subscribe button. Looking for my first subscriber. Can't subscribe myself. Can't do that for some reason. I don't know why. Wish you could.